grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, our text today talks about basic Christianity and, and how we live our life for Jesus. You know, what flows out of our heart is wicked. And so to compensate for that wickedness, sometimes we do things that make, think we think are making us holy. Listen, a Christian, if you were to simply define it, and I've told you this before, but it's so important to remember that first of all, you believe in Jesus. What happens is I'm a sinner. Jesus Christ forgives my sin. And then each day recommitting your life to him. Following in those rules. Following in those rules. Following in the steps and the commandments of the Lord. Desiring to do what is right in his sight. And I hope you live that way. I hope your, your faith nurtures you in such a powerful way that you wake up in the morning seeking to please the Lord. To walk in his commandments so that he can bless your life. You know, Jesus is teaching us a great lesson this morning because people never want to admit their sin and they certainly don't want to walk in the ways of the Lord. That has to be intentional and it only flows from a heart of faith. So people find all kinds of excuses not to walk in the ways of the Lord or to make excuses for their sin so that they can do it more. They defend their sin or, or they do certain behaviors to make up for their sinful lives for the things that they've done. There is a root of our problem, you see. We think we can treat our brokenness. We think that we can medicate the sin in us. We think we can fix ourselves. And so when we have a relationship with Jesus, we know there's all those rules. And we say, if only I can fix myself and keep those rules, I will have a cure for my fallen depraved, unholy, impure, defiled, and unclean heart. People think they can overcome their wrongs by acts of obedience, and so they go to church. Well, there's all kinds of rules they follow. They go to church, and somehow they think that act of worship is going to make them holy. They're going to be holy. They're going to go to heaven because they sat in the pew every single Sunday. Or people give to the church and they think that act of generosity is going to make them holy. They've got it wrong. And, or people think that they help someone in need in an act of charity. That act of kindness is going to make them holy. And Jesus says it's not so. He says these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They don't know the truth and they don't know what's in their hearts. They don't understand themselves, and so they don't understand me. We have a heart problem, and we can't fix it. So let's consider that as we consider our theme this morning, the only solution for an unclean heart. The only solution for an unclean heart. You know, people like making rules. Um, we make rules for everything. We just don't like following the rules. And... It's interesting, I was talking to a guy this week, and he didn't go to church very much. Uh, he told me, I don't go to church anymore because I had a bad experience. I had a bad experience with the church. And so I asked him, of course, you know, what that, what that entailed. And he told me he went to a Catholic school, and uh, they'd get out the ruler if somebody misbehaved, and, 
And then they'd whack them with, with the ruler every time they disobeyed the rules. And I said, well, you must have broken a lot of the rules. And he said, well, see, that's the point. I didn't deserve it. It's just whenever the nuns saw something bad going on, they'd just whack everybody. Whether we did something wrong or not. And so here you have a man who figured he seldom deserved what he got. He seldom deserved what came his way. People feel that way because they think that they follow the rules well enough. People think that way because they think they follow the rules well enough. At least if they haven't followed them, they don't certainly deserve to be punished all that bad. You see, people tend to think that we're good by nature. Oh, that at least you're good. I'm good. Those around me may have a problem, but generally by nature, I'm pretty good. People tend to think that we're pretty good at keeping the rules. We're pretty good at following Jesus. And we make up all these man-made rules in our life. And if we jump through all those hoops and do everything that we think that Jesus wants us to do, and we don't even know His commandments, by the way. We don't even take those into memory. We just do the things we think we ought to be doing, and we make them up, and we follow all these man-made rules, and we think they make us holy. We think, we think then... That's going to please God. God has to love me now. We're not really bad. All that bad deep down. Deep down, not all that bad. But that's not true. Jesus says the deeper down you go, the more wicked it gets. The darker it gets. Outward acts, no matter how good, right, or productive, can't change the problem of sin it can't change the problem of fallen depraved unholy impure defiled unclean hearts scripture confirms that i mean right after the fall this is what god said about human beings human hearts the lord saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth the wickedness of man was great on the earth and that every intention of the thought of his heart was only evil continually. Evil continually. God, who sets the standards about such things, says that our hearts are evil all the time. And you say, come on, give me a break. Evil all the time? I'm not that bad of a person. I keep some of the rules. I don't deserve that kind of punishment. But we think, if we can change my outward behavior, then I can, make, I can change what's inside. If I can change my outward behavior, I can change my heart. I can fix my problem. If I do good things, then my heart will be good. Well, it sure sounds good, but it's not true. It is not true. Jesus says what comes out of a man is what makes him unclean. What comes from within is what makes him unclean. It's what's inside that has made him unclean. Listen, we do bad things because we're evil continually. We do bad things. We get angry because there's anger in our hearts. 
We lust because there's lust in our hearts. We're greedy because there's greed in our hearts. If those things were not there, we would never sin. But they are there, and we do sin. Matter of fact, that's why we sin. Because those evil things live inside of us. We sin because of what's inside. We can't change that. We are sinners by nature. And that evil will eventually come out in various degrees. And that's why Jesus said, For from within, from within, out of man's hearts, come evil thoughts and sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. And all these things come from the evil that is inside of man, and they make a man unclean. You see, we have an anger problem. I mean, there's all kinds of sins we could pick on, but we have an anger problem. But the problem isn't the things that make us angry that are outside of us, is it? We have a lust problem, but it's not because there's all that porn out there and scantily clad men and women. It's what's inside. It's the problem and how we see all those things and think about them. Greed is not our problem. Uh, we, we have a, a problem of sin and greed, but the problem is not that the world is filled with material possessions. It's how we strive for those material possessions, how we love them more than the Lord. The problem is our own fallen, depraved, unholy, impure, unclean, defiled hearts. And even if we could reach into our hearts and rip it out of our chest, you wouldn't be able to get rid of it. Because it's part of your flesh. It's who you are. Right? I mean, no amount of outward obedience can change that. Nothing that you do out here and nothing you put into your body can change that. Only Jesus can do that. Only Jesus has the power to come in with His body and with His blood. Only Jesus has the power to come in and take that which is holy and make it uh, unholy and make it holy. He has, a, he has a power to cleanse. He has a power to forgive by His blood because of what He's done. He has the power to make us holy. But it's His gift, isn't it? And that's what Jesus is trying to teach the people. And as Christians, we understand that, and that's why we plead for mercy, isn't it? We, in, in, our, in our introit, did you read that from Psalm 51? Lord, have mercy upon me. And did you, when you read that, when you saw those words, did you think about yourself? Were you pleading to God? Lord, have mercy upon me. My heart's not right. My heart is deceitful above all things. Have mercy. Don't treat me the way I deserve to be treated. Don't punish me the way I, my sins deserve to be punished. Have mercy upon me. And we plead for God's mercy. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God. This heart is no good. I need a brand new one. That's what it's saying. Don't clean this one up. Give me a new heart, O oh God. Create a new heart in me. And a right spirit within me. And that's what, why God sent Jesus, isn't it? God sent Jesus 
to carry your sin in mind because he had a perfect heart. He had the perfect heart. He had the pure heart. There was no deceit in him. There was no evil in him. There was no slander, no malice, no envy, no jealousy. There was no pride, no arrogance. Jesus even challenged all the people to find something wrong in him. And they couldn't. You can't say that about your life, can you? I challenge you to find one thing wrong about me. (laughs) Jesus had a perfect heart. And the things that flowed from his heart because he is our Savior was all that was good. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, the fruits of the Spirit. Sin can't flow from a heart that doesn't have sin in it. But if the heart has sin in it, these things don't flow well do they? The things of God won't flow well in a sinner's heart. So what will flow from your heart? Well, Jesus went into the list, didn't he? All the things that flows from a sinner's heart. People don't understand that. People don't understand the corruption inside. The way Jesus sees it. And the Pharisees certainly didn't, didn't because the Pharisees thought that what they did made them holy. They thought they were pretty good people. They didn't need Jesus. And so Jesus said, listen to me. Listen to me. Everyone, understand this. I mean, that's what he said. He's begging them. Listen to me. Would you please listen to me? Would you please understand this? Nothing outside a man can make him unclean by going into him. Rather, it is what comes out of a man that makes him unclean. Again, if your heart is wicked, then that wickedness is going to come out. We sin because we are sin. We are unholy because uh, we do unholy things because we are unholy. You see, this isn't difficult. This isn't hard. Your heart is unacceptable to God because you are by nature sinful and unclean. The evil things that we do are merely there because they flow from a bad heart. And that's why Jesus says twice in our text, what comes out of a man is what makes him unclean. For from within, out of men's hearts, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from within and make a man unclean. Quite a list. Quite a list. And I want you to think about those things that are found in your heart as I read them again. Evil thoughts. Sexual immorality. Theft and murder hurting people, adultery, lust, greed, wanting more, malice, intentionally saying something to hurt people, words that are intended to hurt, deceit, lying, cheating, lewdness, dirty jokes, foul language, Envy, slander, saying something that hurts a person's reputation, gossip. 
All these things, Jesus says, all these things start in your hearts. The heart's the problem, and until the heart is changed on the inside, nothing can change on the outside. So how does that happen? How are, how are our hearts changed? Well, of course, that's all about Jesus, isn't it? That's what Jesus does. He can change what we can change. He can fix what we can't fix. God, that's why God wants us to acknowledge our sin. That's why God wants us to acknowledge our need for Jesus. That's why he invites us to the rail this morning. Come and receive my body for the forgiveness of your sins. Come and receive my blood to have your sins washed away by the power of the blood. My body, my blood, given and shed for you. And we acknowledge, we come, and we ask for God's mercy, and we ask for His forgiveness to cleanse us. Well, the Pharisees weren't about to do that. They didn't think they had a sin problem, so there was nothing to confess. And they certainly didn't need a Savior like that. They didn't think evil lived in their hearts. And that's what most people are still thinking today, that their hearts aren't that bad, that they don't have to get on their knees and plead to God. No, people may say, well, there, you know, there are a few bad things we do, but it's not all that bad. We're not evil. We're not evil. And that's why people say things like, oh, you know, that guy, he's a good guy. Oh, I know he drug, does drugs and he hurts people, but deep down inside, he's a good guy. Do you know good people who are stuck in sin? Or, and, and people believe all that, that they're, that they're basically good. Or we say, yes, that, that gal sure is a great gal. Boy, she's a great gal. Sure, she has a sharp tongue, and boy, she can hurt people with her words. But deep down, she's a good woman. We believe all that. It's what we say about each other. Jesus does not. He doesn't agree with all that. He calls sinners to confess. He calls sinners to acknowledge what's wrong with us. He calls us to take our hearts to Him so that He might heal our sinful, broken hearts. You know, weeks ago we heard Jesus say, My Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in Him will have eternal life. God wants everyone to come, everyone to believe. You know, Jesus has the power to change a sinful heart. No problem for Jesus. Jesus shed His blood for your heart to make it holy. He has the power to give eternal life. He has the power to give you a new heart so that what is inside is changed. So that what is inside is changed and we're cleansed and we're forgiven. And that's the reality. And that's when we understand that we're cleansed, when we understand that we're forgiven, that's when we desire to serve Him. That's when we do holy acts and holy deeds. Because we've been forgiven. We do holy acts and holy deeds because we've been loved. For example, when a, an athlete crosses himself after he's made a good play, you've seen that before? Is that good or bad? Well, it depends on the action, doesn't it? If the athlete is crossing himself because he wants to remember of God's grace and, and the gifts that God has given him and how the Lord has blessed him, then that's good. But if he's doing it 
as an act of maybe good luck, dear Lord, please help me get a home run. Dear Lord, help me to be very lucky in a game today. Then it's probably not so good, is it? It's sin. It's not what outside that makes a man evil. It's what's on the inside. You see, how we live our lives for Jesus reflects Jesus on the inside, doesn't it? Let Jesus live inside. Let him cleanse your heart. Let him wash you. Yes, sin lives in our hearts, but Jesus lives there too. Sin lives in our hearts, but so does Jesus with his forgiving love. And when we understand all that, different things flow. Different things flow, good things, and for all the right reasons. So don't add to the law. Don't add law to your lives. Live your lives according to the law with hearts that have been changed by the blood of Jesus. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.